wake up! Welcome everybody to RPG Cast, episode 43 for July 19th. I'm your host, Chris Privetier, here with a wonderful panel of industry experts and think tank minds of awesomeness, including Michael Tidwell, president of RP Gamer. You realize this is our fifth podcast in like seven days? Yes. Wow. No. Now I do. Thanks. <laughs> That's a lot of podcasts in a lot of days. Um, also here, Anna-Marie Newfield. Good morning, everyone. And Sean Cooper. Page one. Attention. Long been an issue. Every form of media has been under scrutiny. Video games, low-hanging fruit. Subsection one. Show you the unfair treatment from the media slash politicians that oft leads to confusion. Subsection two. Argue that parents and individuals should decide rather than the government or courts. And subsection three. The evidence regarding the effects of video game violence is not as conclusive as many would say. Okay, so I think I think that? we've just been served with a subpoena or something. I don't know what happens. <laughs> what there. this is is Oliver Motok. Apparently, these are his notes from his speech class. Oh, I received them That's with my exactly class. what it is. <laughs> Get that? <laughs> Why are you in Oliver's house looking at yes, his notes? I know. Well, he was asleep, and I had to take something to prove I was there. So I still speak. Did you send your notes to him, Oliver? No, I did not send my notes to him. Where did he get that? I'm just that good. No, no, no. Where did you get those? Where did you get them? Where did you get? (laughs) No, no. I'm sorry. I can't tell you. Oh boy. You'll have to puzzle this one out. The gamer intrigue, dun dun dun. Did you paste them into your column or something, Oliver? <laughs> what? Did you paste them into your know. column or something? I, I did not send them to him. I didn't. I, I do have his address. <laughs> oh boy! And uh, why don't we introduce you, Oliver? Oliver Motok, current columnist and so Q and A. It's too early in the morning for mysteries like this. <laughs> uh, somebody in Michigan has notes to like a speech I gave two semesters ago, or I don't even know if I gave that. But <laughs> never mind. Let's move on. What the heck? <laughs> that is yeah, weird. What the heck? I didn't begin to describe it. It's going to be bugging me the entire podcast now. Thanks, Sean. Oh, you're you think well. it's going to be bugging you? <laughs> just tell us. Uh, all right. Well, we got a lot of news this week. Um, there was a conference in uh, Los Angeles about video games there. called E3. Oh, I've heard of that. Yeah, me and Mike were there. What's it like? Uh, is it's, E4? It, huh? Is it like E4? It is It is like E4, but less so. Oh, I see. Yeah, only three E's. It's only, it's only E3. Yes, Electronic Ex- oh, Entertainment Expo instead of the Electronics Entertainment Excellent Expo. You know, oh, I see. it should be E4. Uh, yeah. Atlas got to make an awesome joke about how P4 was greater than E3. Oh, boy. They really did? Yes, they really did. Part of their at- it was on their Atlas Faithful newsletter. That's kind of... It's like them just, like, being sad that they're not there or something. Mm, I don't think they're sad. I think they're happy that they, they saved a lot there. of money. Eh, it's not that much money. They could have got a booth outside. Keep telling yourself that. Get about a booth outside. Hmm. I don't know. They didn't have any presence there. Everybody could have played Persona 4 and thought it was awesome. But no, instead they had to play other games. 
so true. So true. If so, they so have true. an English so. build at this point, it's so early, it probably wouldn't be worth Oh, showing. that didn't stop other companies. <laughs> yeah, well, other companies are stupid and don't understand marketing, but generally Atlas does. So Atlas tends to make slightly more Atlas. informed decisions. I than think Anna is an Atlas apologist. Mm-hmm. Atlas understands that... marketing. Why I never even heard yeah. of it? <laughs> I know. <laughs> I can say, if Atlas understands marketing, how come you can never find their game day for the month? Well, that's um, that's exactly. not marketing. That's they sales. One hundred percent sell through every time. Yes. When you only because they, they like to not sell product games. <laughs> you only produce six copies. You're going to sell them. <laughs> Some exactly. food will buy it even if they don't know what it is. Increasing sales by limiting stock. <laughs> exactly. Yes, it's yeah, good economics. <laughs> oh, but enough Atlas, Atlas bashing. We love they their They wouldn't cut. want to sit on stuff. a lot of yeah. uh, copies of their game. And since they don't know how many would sell, I would say they make less because, well, they'll know that many sells. Okay. She really is an apologist. Mm-hmm. No, I just mm-hmm. understand their business strategy. All right. Their business strategy is to remain shrouded in obscurity for the entirety of their days. Um, and you say that like it's a bad thing. It is actually a bad thing. Being be obscure ex- is yes. actually a very bad thing. Especially <laughs> when they have games as good as Persona 3 that so many people don't play. Darn right. Need to get that stuff advertised on the television. I want to see a commercial with kids shooting themselves in the head. I want to see it tomorrow. Oh, yeah, yeah, that'll go over real well. Some I wonder why they don't advertise do on TV. With, uh, oh, I know. Video game because violence. their two biggest games coming out is some chick whose only redeeming quality is her breast line and a game where people shoot themselves in the head. Uh, there's far more violent or questionable games that are advertised on Nickelodeon every day. Yes, but not with kids shooting themselves in the head. <laughs> you got to give her that one. <laughs> yeah, because it's to so be shocking fair, to see them. It does look really good when they shoot themselves. <laughs> it is true. <laughs> <laughs> You're rooting for the kids to um, come on, do it. Wait, <laughs> that might be the wrong image too. Oh, but enough Atlas. They weren't even at the show. Do you know who was at the show? A lot of people, especially Square Enix, one of our favorite publishers. Of Jack course. Thompson. Jack Thompson was not at the show, as far as I knew. That's a pity. I'm sorry, I didn't see him. He didn't say hi. He was in the take. He was in the take. Um, if you should look there, at least he was making a movie. I he could have been there. Don't think he'd be able to get in. Yes, it's considering he's not media. Or invited. Well, well someone he's would have to invite him. Is what the real thing is. Oh, someone would have to invite him, I guess. But who's going to invite that moron? I uh, could have a theory, but I'm not going to say it. <laughs> okay. What is everybody's keeping my- secrets today from us? You got your theories you won't tell us? Sean's got his. Uh, well, there, there's no the conspiracy theory that, you know, take two actually. Oh, wanted. Oh, yeah. So they'd invite yeah. him for Jack to come. Uh-huh. What even. <laughs> That'd be funny. Oh, it doesn't matter anymore. <laughs> See? No more Jack. This is E3. So we talked a lot about E3 over the week, and we don't want to really redo everything that we did. Um, because that's a lot. Those three shows up there you want to listen to, that's three hours of podcasting, of of game summaries and, and, and impressions that you can listen to. Uh, but uh, we can talk... to give us a five rating, actually. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so we can touch on some of the, the news points. Um First was that uh, Last Remnant got a date, uh, November 20th for the 360. It'll be coming out, and it's also going to be coming out for games for Windows, so you can also play that game on the PC, which is very interesting. I have to figure out which one I want to play it on. but uh, uh, And then the PS3 is coming later. Wait, 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 wait. Well, wait, PC is not being released simultaneously with Xbox 360. No. Uh, what? 
So yeah, the PC release is probably not going to come until after both Xbox and PS3 versions. Right. Yeah, they didn't give a date for sure. But that doesn't mean I don't have to decide what version I want to play it on. That's true, because he doesn't actually... I mean, it's not like I'm going to get done with it in the first week if I were to buy it on the 360. Well, it's not I like you'll wait. ever finish it ever yeah. in your life. But yeah. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, but... Uh, but we knew that was coming. And uh, we don't have news on the Infinite Undiscovery stuff here. Didn't we get a, it. more dates and stuff on it. that? That's the problem. Hmm? I thought we already had the date. Oh, I thought we got some new info on the Infinite Undiscovery. I seem to remember us talking about that during the week, don't you? I I knew it was around that time, but I, I think it was just more of a clarification. Mm. I didn't feel like it was like... What is that time <clears throat> that you were referring to? I thought we knew that it was, you know, early fall. Okay. It's still not a time, is it? What? September 2nd. Yes. <laughs> I believe that was... It should be early fall, so what are you, okay. you complaining about? I don't know. <laughs> I wanted to know what, time, what day it was coming out. All right, so yes. you have time to play that first. Sweet. Then what? Before oh, then Last Remnant. Well, we don't even know if Last Remnant's good, because it wasn't playable. I know. I have a big interview with them, well, that I'm working on, transcribing uh, about halfway Someday. through. And... Uh, We'll get that up, and you can see hear about some of the battle system details that they shared, and some of the character info that they gave me. Um, and so that should be good. I'm looking forward to that. Yeah. And what else we got? We got some Namco Bandai news about the Tales games. Uh, you can download the Tales of Asperi demo now, so you can get beat up by the boss. That's right. And you can also look forward to the game coming out on the 26th of August. Also, they do have a release date for it. Yes. Finally, we also know that um, Eternal Sonata will be coming out on the PlayStation 3 this fall. Ha yes. ha! Ah. Hooray! Hooray! Finally. To all the people, like some of our own staff, Billy, who told me that it was never <laughs> coming out on the PS3 and I was misguided and wrong. <laughs> You're wrong! I'm right! Thank you. <laughs> May continue. <laughs> hey, I'm happy. So am I. Oh? I'm out to play with the new characters. And have a better answer. Yeah, and uh, I haven't picked this one up yet, so now I'll just wait for the PS3 version. Yeah, That's but to be quite up. honest, I'm much more interested in Tales of Symphonia than either those uh, than Vesperia or anything. Just looking at the well, the games, it's have you even more played the first one yet? Do I need to? No. Yeah. No. Yeah. You meet characters from the first oh, one, but it's actually new characters. You can jump right in. Oh, actually, jump I, right in. Can jump right he has in. enough trouble. I talked to the no. I talked to the PR rep. He told me that too. I could. Well, of course they're going to tell you. Okay, do you honestly think a PR rep? I looked at him playing it. and It looked like it's, I could. I actually asked that. Yeah, and he said the story is based on two people not in the original Tales of Symphonia, so there will be cameos, of course, and you know interaction. But you don't need to know the original story. Yeah, I think it would be beneficial to know the original. I don't. Story. Think yes, it would be beneficial. At all. But you get an Umbreon in your party. Be beneficial if you weren't so um, you yeah, know big grumpy dog about everything too. Yeah, grumpy about everything. I'm just saying you should play grumpy, the grumpy. Plus the first one. Plus the first He's just really, really bitter that we haven't played it. Is what it is. He really wants us to play it. Enjoy it. Like <laughs> yes, he did. play the Tales game, please. please. Well, it's just like you guys have never played a single Tales game, and then you want to jump into the series with a sequel to one of the. Well, I'm sorry. It took me a while to find one that I actually game? gave a crap about. Is there a Tales game for GameCube? <laughs> Why do you give a crap about this one and not about the other one? Because it looks it more been... interesting than Vesperia. Monster Gathering. Hold on, hold on. What's yeah, there, there is a Tales Monster game Gathering for GameCube. Hmm? Yes, Tales, Tales of Symphony. Yeah. Yeah, see, I played that. I didn't like it. I thought it was rubbish. 
Yes. All right, well, go that's ahead. Because you, like, that's it, that's Just it's ignore him. He's baiting you. <laughs> yes, I am. I'm not actually listening to him. I'm just starting him just off. Baiting him. And then I'm reading um, a section here on uh, the Anglo-Norman Church Cathedrals. So he's just, you know, chattering away, you know, getting all bent out of shape because I'm like, ah, that tale sucks. And meanwhile, I'm reading about the secular canons. The secular canons? Secular. Secular. That's nice. They lived independent lives in houses in no, the cathedral. No, no, we don't care, Sean. Okay. <laughs> okay. Namco Bandai. That's uh, that's a rep from Namco Bandai. So Tales of Symphonia: Dawn of the New World. Um, which I thought the news was that it was a monster hunting game as well. It's Pokemon. Yeah. Was that a, was that really previously known? I've known that for a long time. Okay. I guess not. It was news to me. The Does the world there? really need another Pokemon game? Well, it's not really a Pokemon game. You don't have to collect the monsters. Yeah, you don't have to collect all the Pokemon in Pokemon, but what do you do anyway? Well, no, but that's the only way you battle in Pokemon. Here you actually this have party is... members. Oh, really? Yes. We and were you talking. have cutscenes and interactions, too. Ashley and I were talking, and we, we thought that if there was a Pokemon MMO, it would be the best MMO ever made. Yes, everybody says that, but um, so, Nintendo hello, doesn't do you? it. Yeah, they don't, know how, they don't understand the word online. Did you see what they did to Animal Crossing? No. Hmm. They ported they the Animal DS Crossing? version to the Wii, added email and a microphone. You see, I told you it was going to suck, and you didn't believe me. Yeah, I didn't believe you, and I'm I right should have. again. Yeah. Right again. It's got the horrible, it's obstructed like... view with the tilty, curvature world thing that I hate about Animal Crossing DS. And it's got the microphone, which is like, great, so now I can get feedback from my speakers. Um, and... <laughs> And on top of that, there's still, like, nothing to do in the game. You have to make up nothing your own fun. Love. That'll be you the have to, like, oh, let's have a fishing contest. No, I'm in a game. You come up with a goal in a contest for me. Whatever. It's like a sandbox <laughs> with, like, five things to do. Wait, but you can go to the city, and there's, like, three stores you can visit. Animal Crossing, awesome. nothing to love. Animal Crossing, huge disappointment is the, the second that also works thing too, for this yes. one. <laughs> huge disappointment. And you know what? That sucks. I'll probably end up buying it anyway. You're an idiot. I know. Sell your Animal I Crossing want, game. I like Animal Crossing, but it's like I keep playing the same version of it. I want something new. <sighs> anyway, enough Animal Crossing hate. Did you disagree with anything I said there, Mike, about Animal Crossing? Nope. No. <laughs> <That's> <laughs> interesting. <laughs> All very wrong. The jury oh. has spoken. All right, so we've gotten the smaller stories out of the way. Let's jump into the big one. The Megaton, the Bombshell, the OMG. No? You guys don't care? Hey, are talking about go for it. Whatever. We are talking about Final Fantasy Thirteen coming out for the Xbox 360 after all. When I heard the news, I called Oliver at work and told him, and he was shattered. He was shattered? Was shattered. shattered. You were shattered. Why were you shattered? I was shattered into a million pieces on the floor because it's just so shocking. Just so- I mean, the thing is, is I knew it was going to happen. I've known for a long time. How well, did you know for a long sure. time? Did you sneak into and get their speech notes too? Well, okay, now I've been 95% assured for a long time. Ever since they announced the Crystal Tools engine and talked about how easy it was to develop for both the 360 and the PS3. I know that's not confirmation, but I was quite sure of it. Ah, okay. But it was still a shock when they actually announced it. Yes. Yes, it was. Um, <laughs> and it took us half of the damn trailer to figure out what it was. <laughs> Yeah, some of us, yes. Some of us? Okay. I had caught on a little before you. Mm-hmm. You didn't say anything, though. 
Well, once they saw the stormtrooper guys with the guns. Yeah, that's yeah, but there was actually ships in there that were in a previous trailer that we should have recognized. Yeah, we should have seen it when the ship emerged from the red cloud, but we didn't. Yeah. And then we have Ol C. Memorable scene. Ol C. They have the most yes. hard to pronounce name in that trailer that they showed. So there's a trailer they showed at the conference. Go check it out. Uh, go to game trailer. Just, well, we have it on our, go to site. our site. Yeah, download it. Final Fantasy 13 trailer, and um, go to the E3 page. We got all their stuff up there, and they're <laughs> they have these weird names that I can't pronounce. It's L apostrophe C I E, and and Square Enix PR, as far as I could tell, also could not figure out how to pronounce it. Some of them didn't even know what it was. <laughs> we asked them, and they're like, um, <laughs> "It's so nobody, new, nobody knows." <laughs> Come back later. We'll, we'll give you a different name. Yeah, <laughs> we tried to ask what it meant, and they're like, "Uh, we can't really tell you now." <laughs> okay. Oh, she had to clarify what we meant, and then is <laughs> an important part of the world. Well, so I know there's cocoons of the universe. They didn't even Lassie say the world. They said the universe. And yeah, there you go. Lucia, part of the Lassie. universe. So it's the planet that the game takes place on. Elki. No, it's not. You just wait and see. Just it's going to be not the name of the world again with the words a long time ago in a galaxy far away. <laughs> that would be great. <laughs> no, like a <laughs> that would be awesome. <laughs> All right. <laughs> ba, ba, da, da, Final Fantasy thirteen. Wait, a LucasArts production? No, <laughs> <laughs> no. <laughs> yeah, I'll do like people crying Vader. in the streets. No, <laughs> please. <laughs> oh boy. All right, so uh, it would beyond make sense. that, you get crazy big... characters in your FF games. It would make perfect sense. You'd have Jar Jar Binks as a playable character. Yes. All right. Side quest, you do pick him up. Yes, yes. So the the other big announcement is that it's still going to be PS3 only in Japan. This is only mm-hmm. a U.S. and Europe thing, where it's coming out on 360 due to the larger installed bases there. Though they didn't say that was the reason. We can only assume it is. Um, the the release dates for the PS3 and 360 versions will be simultaneous in the North America and European regions. And, of course, the PS3 version will come out first in Japan by itself. I wouldn't um, assume. It's just, like, a really easy, educated guess. Yeah. That's an <laughs> assumption, though. But, anyway. Uh, it is not an assumption. Okay. If you need help understanding this, you can look at the words of Jack Trenton, who said... Is his name Jack Trenton? Yes. Yeah, Jack Trenton. He said um, something to the effect of, well, it's because of the state of the industry. (laughs) (laughs) We're not dominating it. It's the state of the industry, yes. Yes, Sony's not on top, so the industry's in some kind of dire state, obviously. Obviously. Yeah. (laughs) Don't worry, the PS4 will fix it. They'll tell us that soon. What is also sad is that they aren't really starting the 360 version or the US version until they're done with the Japanese version. Kind of standard fare for a Final Fantasy development schedule, but uh, sad nonetheless because it means, you know, yes, but if you do have a PS3, thing, you're waiting for them not, to finish the 360 version. It doesn't, it doesn't line up with what Kitase is saying in all these interviews that they're looking on shortening the traditional time that it takes to localize again. Well, it does but, add up. I mean, you're still waiting. It's just hopefully a shorter period than three. Shorter than well, six to nine months. If they're not even going to begin localization or the port until the PS3 version is completed in Japan, oh, yeah. No, they, no one said they weren't starting localization. They did. No, they didn't. Yeah, they did. Yeah, they did. They said an yes, ex- expedited time does not mean they have to wait until it's done. They said that they, except when they gave you the overview of the um, of the schedule, 
They said that the localization begins after the Japanese version's done. Yep. They said done. the Japanese done. version will be completed. Then they will release the... They'll begin working on the port. They were searching they for the appropriate... Okay. In another interview, Katase was joined by Hashimoto. Several more hints and nebulous details were given. For example, Katase said that Final Fantasy XIII's story had been completed, and they were now searching for the appropriate voice actor so recording could begin. Once that's complete, we can really get into the localization process. So there you go. Not when it's done. When they get the Japanese voice I actor. I was right. Done. You were wrong. What was that quote you were saying? That's from Oliver's story. See? Well, yeah, but they... If you're going to fart, Michael, you should mute your microphone. Seriously. <laughs> Thank you. professional. All right. Jesus, man. What? Uh, anyway, and I'm sure some of you are wondering about another Fabula Nova Crystallis, the big Final Fantasy XIII-related project, sub-project name. Um, Final Fantasy Agito XIII. Um, Hashimoto this, actually talked about this. Or is and that the one that we don't That know. is the cell phone one that we hate oh, the okay. no, concept talk of. About it, please. <laughs> yeah, so no plans have been confirmed for a U.S. release, but we're constantly researching the potential for bringing it to the U.S. Oh, come on! Still, <laughs> Japanese mobile tech is very popular, popular, or excuse me, powerful compared to other markets. So, it's ridiculous. There you go. <laughs> yeah, we're researching it. B.S. They've made up their minds. It's never coming here. They'll release <laughs> it on, it'll be like a download if we're lucky. If we're lucky, it'll be a download. All right, so the, the, final, the final bit of news related to 13 is that Katase, who is like the guy who's been working on a lot of this Final Fantasy VII games that you've been seeing as well, um, at least apparently. It was kind of news to me, but uh, maybe I was just uninformed. Yeah, you were uninformed. I was uninformed, yeah. He worked on Crisis Core and yeah. what else? Well, that's yeah, good. Four Crisis, Sturgis Cerberus, Crisis Core, Compilation Final Fantasy Seven. Well, kind of cancel each other out. <laughs> Advent <laughs> Children wasn't seven. Yeah, so he's a producer on thirteen. Anyway, in an interview with him, he said, and I quote: uh, "One up interviewed him and asked." Uh, the following. Last week, Final Fantasy Versus 13 director Tetsu Nomura said that he's hard at work adding new scenes to Final Fantasy 7 Advent Children complete Blu-ray release. Can you give us any update on that project? To which, uh, excuse me, not Kitase, but Hashimoto said, you can look forward to the upcoming invite-only fan event, DKS 3713, taking place in Tokyo on August 2nd and 3rd, where we'll have a major announcement that will shock the fans in attendance. Could it be an announcement of a Final Fantasy 7 remake? That would be the big assumption, yeah. Worth the, I, I, see, I, I don't understand how they can pull it off now because all their development teams seem to be really busy. But yeah, that's what I was, that's they just, what I they just won't. Get I don't through. understand. I don't. Who's the, around to make the game? <laughs> With the wording here, I can't figure out if he is saying the major announcement is related to Advent Children Complete in particular, or just the compilation of Final Fantasy VII. Because they asked about Advent Children Complete, and yep. then their response was, "We'll have a major announcement." So maybe it's just. I don't know. I don't know what they could possibly majorly announce about a expanded Advent Children movie, but they'll say it's out know. already. Go buy it. No. Yes, it's in your stores. No, they won't. <laughs> while you were it. while you were sitting here, we that didn't work very well for the Saturn. Probably not going to be done in the video game <laughs> industry again. Yeah, probably not. No. I don't and, think and, it will be an FF7 remake announcement. I hope I'm wrong. If you're listening, Katase, I really hope I'm wrong. Hint, hint. <laughs> Thanks. <laughs> Oh, this was Hashimoto again, but yeah, that's Hashimoto. And, and who, whose title, by the way, is quote corporate executive unquote. <laughs> that's the title on his name tag. I don't understand what that means. Vague. I'm a corporate he's, executive. <laughs> he's one of the producers of Thirteen, though. Okay, but it said his title was 
corporate executive. Corporate executive. Okay. <laughs> He's an executive at the corporate level. That's pretty interesting. Well, speaking of bosses? Shinji Hashimoto, going back to the, the next story down, or going back to the development of 360 won't begin until PS3 is released. Shinji Hashimoto said, ready to start developing Final Fantasy XIII for 360. First, we'll complete the game for the PS3 in Japan, and then begin localization for America and Europe while developing the 360 version simultaneously. Hey, I was reading your article earlier, so don't blame me. These are both, both of those articles, those are both quotes from two different figures. So they the don't one know above is from Kitase, this one's from Hashimoto. Between the two of them, I can't figure out Eh, it's if, something lost in translation. Yeah. The point is, we have to wait for it, and we just need to deal with it. <laughs> Eventually. It'll be released in 2013. It'll be out at some point. Yeah. In Thank the you. Future. It's, it's not Duke Nukem, so there you go. Well, apparently, they've got to announce and completely finish and release the 7 remake, and then they'll come out with 13. <laughs> why yeah, that's actually why it's been taking 13 so long. Guys, wait. What? If, all, if the story's done and they're working on voice acting. Yeah. The programmers are done. If the story's Sto- done, the programmers are done? No, really? Programmers are not done. No. If they're doing if they're the voice acting voice acting's done sometimes they, very early in the process. Yep. Once the script so. is finished. Yeah. All they it, need is a script for the voice. They did it in the Metal Gear, for example. Well, it makes me wonder. Because mm-hmm. they can pull the people off to work on the remake. <laughs> yeah, maybe. By the way, if they're looking for a voice actor, I'd like to put my name in the hat. You speak Japanese? No. Then, then you're stop probably not going to be picked. I can fake it. Um, they probably need someone who can actually speak Japanese, though. Jin John, Tokyo, Tetsuya Nomura. See? No one will know. No, no one will know. Because no one will hear oh, you. It's... Because you're not getting the job. <laughs> Moving on. Microsoft releases a new Xbox 360 SKU, and they're slashing the price on their Pro, which is the current 20 gig model. So the current 20 gig model drops to 299 and a I new have. 60 gig model goes to 349 in the, th- the, the effect this price slash um the price slash has already taken effect you know this really bites my ass i just bought a 360 a month or two ago yeah if you hadn't sold your first one it wouldn't be such a big deal if it was just a month ago you could get a price match from where you know, bought it, it longer than that i think yeah then you're done it's unfortunate it was uh, before they came out with their june if tool. you bought it on something like american express maybe you could get a maybe their your credit card will kick in and cover the price difference I don't use credit cards. I pay for everything in cash. Ah, well then, you got sorry, and you can help with. Yeah, nothing's gonna happen. Oh well. Yeah. Um. So that's it. And let's see. Uh, we have the Xbox 360 news continues with a dashboard update, which <laughs> includes the me-like avatars, which we already knew thanks to the leak before going into E3. It was one of the stories that everyone assumed probably was true, and it looks like it was true. So you can dress up your me and win stuff in games, or your me, your your avatar, excuse me, and win <laughs> well, stuff in games and put it on your avatar. I think they're calling them avatars. I wanted to call them me 60s, but... <laughs> I like that. <laughs> me 60s. <It's> my me 60. <laughs> I don't think that's going to Nintendo happen. might object. Yeah. <laughs> And they got new features in this uh, the Xbox community thing, which is uh, all well and good. Your avatars, all your avatars can come together and have a little. They can have a little party. The the nice thing is you can join a quote unquote party, which you know all your friends are in your party, and I guess you can join games together and stuff. It's like doing what you were gonna do in home, but like much more simply and delivered before home. But 
I have a, when is is there a release? Sometime no. this fall, I believe. This fall. Yeah. Oh, that's so, great. Yeah, it, you know, they always do a fall update, Some. so that's what it'll be. That's fine though, because they actually seem to hold to what they say. If they announce a feature, it means they are definitely shipping it for the Xbox 360 dashboard. They don't seem to announce features for it and then drop them. <laughs> they usually try to uh, not announce them if they don't know that it's going to come. At least that's what they say. So, yeah. and got As Netflix we've noted, stuff. the conspicuous lack of ads. Yeah, the, so if you see some of the screenshots we have in our current column this week, ignore the first one. That's of just the Media Center extender. That's not part of the new experience. That's just what Media Center yes. looks like, so you can compare it. Um, but the other ones... Um, show you a lot of blank space. So, like, um, for example, Major Nelson put up a picture showing that um, the top half of that blank space, at least, could f- be filled with, like, your background image of your themes. Well, <clears> so, uh, they also showed it when you were in a group that was kind of filled in. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, there, there's, there are cool things that happen in the background, but uh, it seems like a lot of wasted space. And, more importantly, a lot of room for ads. But, who knows? Uh, that's not a good I still think it's completely ridiculous that they're charging, that they're putting ads on this, and then they charge people for Xbox Gold subscriptions. And um, you still see the ads. Don't they put ads for downloading stuff off their site? Yeah, that's they true. Don't sell the ad space. It, it's not like a ad. normal ad. Just in I general. Mean, I have, I, I have like, found use with those ads because they will point me to new content that yeah, I've I have been an ad looking forward to. Where they give you suggestions. That would be maybe they do now. Who knows? An ad I should be hired panel? by Microsoft since my my budding career as a voice actor has been shot down. So you want suggestions for new for new content to be made aware of? Yeah. How about just the new content? Not flashing in my face. Okay. I want like you know here's the picks, some stuff that you might like based on your previous you know downloads and purchases. Oh, so you want like Amazon? You want it to pick yeah. what's relevant? Every time to I go to Amazon, they're always suggesting me to that I buy books on the church, and that's usually helpful. Yeah. There you go. Why not just do like, oh, look like, a way to spend money? Click. It is unfortunately. <laughs> I've actually turned. How do you buy turn, stuff from Amazon with cash? Well, I use a debit card, and it just comes straight out of my account. Okay, I was wondering that. Yeah, I don't actually carry like large bundles of dollar bills with me. Oh, but man, I never, I never bad. actually carry money. I just carry my. So debit you don't card. have a roll? No. Only <laughs> <laughs> in Vegas. It's like a briefcase full of twenties. <laughs> I don't actually use the bank. I just carry my 20s. money. Twenties. Why isn't a briefcase full of hundreds? So, no, what I actually, I just use my debit card everywhere. I don't have a credit card, and I don't carry cash. I just use the debit card. All right, well, let's get out of your wallet. Um, GameSpot has also posted a story that Oliver references here and uh, about the 80-gig core model replacing the 40-gig model. Boo. Boo, I say. Boo. Yes. And, uh, no, wait. I read that wrong. Just forget the reference. 40-gig replaces the 80-gig. That was the All reference the features for the 360 story. Um, the this one he sources from 1UP. But you know what? Forget the sources, because me and Mike were there. We saw the announcements. Ha! Yes. You don't need no you sources. Know? Your source is RP Gamer for all your relevant news. At least during E3. Um. <laughs> did, did you boo? You should have booed. What did, oh, um, I it said that... It wasn't a real boo. I, it wasn't really an applause. I either. made several exclamatory comments in the crowd about how this was ridiculous, and... I was just kind of sitting there in shock, unfortunately. That was the shocker for me of the Sony conference. Is like when he said it'll have the 40 gig models feature set, and he said it in a positive way. 80 gigs model. No, it'll have the 40 gig model feature set. This is the 80 gig model. 
This is the oh, new 80 okay, gig great. model. But it will have features, meaning backwards. none. Of the, the features 40 of the 40 gig, which is most importantly, no PS2 backwards compatibility of any sort. Not even. I was, you know, I was happy. How do you have to pull software compatibility to save money? I don't understand it. But anyway. Anyway, I was happy because um, I had not bought the PS3 on eBay, even though I had that 10% off coupon. Yeah. Because I was wor- wondering about the new SKU. Yep. And not just yesterday, eBay sent me another 10% off coupon. Ah. Yeah, time <laughs> so to go, I back can go to get eBay. my 60 gig. Yeah. So, uh, for those yeah. people who want one, Amazon actually has quite a few because people like me ran out and listed their PS3s on uh, Amazon after they heard that FF13 wasn't yeah, coming. Yeah, but you're, you're a lot. Wait, you're, oh, you're selling it again? No, I'm not. Oh, I took did. it down. <laughs> well, I didn't take it down. I sold it and then I immediately refunded it. I'm like, I'm not going to sell it. Uh, what are you keeping it for? Uh, well, a couple different things. First, I have one. Ha, 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 ha. And second... <laughs> Who are you bragging to? You just got through <laughs> saying that everyone no longer cares about it. Yeah, no one cares about it. But I, I think I'd like to play Little Big Planet. Yep. And if, if by some chance, FF13 or another game, perhaps like Disgaea 3, comes out before it comes out on the 360, here's my chance to play it first. Uh, I don't think Disgaea 3 is ever coming out on the 360. No, it's not. Yeah, I don't think it is. But, you know, if they ever do decide to port it. If NAS decides to begin a Microsoft relationship. I don't think they will, though, because they don't like Microsoft. It seems odd. It has anything to do with it. I spoke to them about it, and they were very angry at Microsoft. You spoke to them about it. Yes, I did. did Actually, it might have been my cat, and I'm confusing it. Okay, yeah, don't don't joke about that, because that could get us into trouble with them. I can't do anything at this site, people. I'm sorry. You got, you got to write be, in and, let, and tell them they should let me do what I want. Don't say a company said they were mad at another company, because then that company could get very much in trouble. <laughs> They'll get mad at us. And this stuff blows up on the internet, Sean. You have to be careful. Oh, it's the well. internet. All right. So he did, that didn't happen. <laughs> and this is not mad with Microsoft. <laughs> it may have been my cat, I confess. <laughs> as far as we know. <laughs> All right. Maybe. So now we clean that up. <sighs> we also have some news about a new uh, PSP bundle. $200 bundle. bundle you get the system. Copy of Ratchet and Clank. Size matters. UMD movie. National Treasure Two. Book of Secrets. That's a that's a, it's a sucky movie. High class blockbuster there for your PSP. Yeah, and a one yep. gig memory stick. Yep. So you can go buy that. And they've also and they've oh, I didn't say the price. The I, eighty gig model that has no features is only is four hundred dollars. <laughs> well, same price as the forty gig. Yeah. So yeah. it's not really more a price expensive drop than the three sixty. Yep. They're giving you the hard drive for free and stealing the software while you're not looking. Uh, for free. For free, I don't know, for free. But They're giving you 40 gigs for free. Well, they probably ran out of 40 gig suppliers. That's probably what it is. Actually. No, they cut That's the SKU a long time ago. Yeah. That's why I'm thinking uh, Microsoft's moving from the 20 gig to the 60 gig, because it's probably hard to find 20 gigs. Can't find any of those anymore. I'm surprised <laughs> they're doing only 60. It's like, jeez. I'm, yeah, let's, just let's go to shots. 250. Yeah, no kidding. There's no reason why you couldn't. But whatever. We also got the PlayStation 2 bundle, which I maybe I'm wrong. Yes, that's right. But PlayStation 2 bundle that comes with Lego Batman and uh, Justice League um, animated DVD. And, and maybe I'm wrong, but I'm getting the distinct. <coughs> I'm getting the feeling that Sony is trying desperately to keep the PlayStation 2 alive. It's like they've gone back on that promise to make the PS3 backwards compatibility because, like, oh crap, PS2 is the only system that's making us money now. We want people to still buy it. Making good money. Well, that's interesting because most people are theorizing that they pull the PS2 compatibility so that people with PS3s have to buy PS3 games. Yeah, go buy a PS2. Well, and that, and they have to go buy a PS2 if they want to yeah, play PS2 games. 
exactly. You have to now. You have to buy a PS2 again. Hmm. I Which, don't know. I mean, and I, that that makes sense to me. I don't know if I mean that's just speculation that make, on my part. I thought but, the P, the but, PS2 bundles and stuff is because the PS2 is popular and successful, so they just gonna keep running with it. Well, yeah, it popular sells. and successful, thus it's making them money, <laughs> unlike the PlayStation Three. Right, but um, uh, I don't know. This doesn't make sense. No, it doesn't. And I, I don't. I, any... I would want a bigger install base for the three, so I'd want to encourage people to spend money on it. If you're losing money on the three and you need to discourage people from buying it, if they just want to play PS2 games, then you raise the price or something. You don't you don't strip out the PS2 functionality. You want to get sales that you know any way you can. I, I you know I think we, we are engaged in a rather vainglorious enterprise here of trying to understand Sony's business decisions. Yeah, that's foolish. It may be impossible. Yeah, it may in fact be impossible. We're presuming that they act according to the laws of logic and reasoning, and I don't, I don't know that that's the case anymore. (sighs) They've taken leave of their senses. Let's take leave of them. Next story. All right, all right. Let's go to more craziness. New add-on for the Wiimote. That's right. It's the Wiimote Wii Motion Plus. Um, coming out of such wonderful emotion-based advertising campaigns, the Wii Motion. We'll give you. Uh, we'll give you a more accurate. Um, I, I don't know why it's called Wii Motion because it makes you think of E-Motion, but it's actually about moving, E-motion which is motion. Yes, I don't know, but Wii Motion. Don't, don't, no, okay, whatever. Wii, no, it's not Wii Motion. It's Wii, and then it's another word, Motion Plus. So the Wii Motion Plus. <laughs> no, 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 not all one word. Wii Motion. Separate. Wii Motion Plus. Whatever. The Wii Motion Plus accessory. So it provides a true one-to-one response uh, in your gameplay on the screen based on if you move your arm up, it accurately reflects that in the game, which we can all say that the original Wiimote did not do. Um, Because after all, this technology is so advanced, it didn't actually exist a year ago. Apparently not. Uh, Two years ago. I have a question. How is this a good thing? Yeah, I can't figure out a way that it is. Because to my mind, to avoid, you know, overstraining myself, it's often better that, you know my movements are kind of minimized to do yes. big things. When I was playing Zelda, like if I want to wave my sword, I no. don't want to have to swing my Let arm. Let me cut you off. I know exactly where you're making the wrong leap. This isn't for core gamers. Like everything Nintendo's doing lately, this is for people who want to flail their arms around widely and for it to mean something on the screen. So this is for people who can make more accurate lightsaber games and stuff like that if they wanted to, and that sort of stuff. So, And, and you could play Wii Sports, Wii Sports Resort. So you can have an accurate frisbee-tossing game. Yes, well, here's the kicker. Wii Sports Resort will not work without the Wii Motion Plus. Right. You have to have it. Probably but it will it. come with it, so it doesn't matter. It will come with one. Yeah. It will come with one of them in every game made from now on. Yeah, and uh, your Wii with Wii Sports only came with one Wiimote, so you had to buy stuff then. So why should this be different? You know, I think this, this is... is I think you just are tired of buying accessories from Nintendo, and, you know, that's a valid uh, yeah. complaint. Oh, yeah, every, yeah this is just yet another reason to laugh at people who talk about the Wii's low price point. Yeah, but yeah, uh, it doesn't say, matter because it's working. I think they've discovered their cut plan here. I think yeah. that... Oh, wait, 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 wait. wait. accessories, maybe. Wait a second here. We're going to argue that you have to buy a controller as an argument against the Wii being cheap? I'm sorry, did you get four PS3 controllers? No, 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 dude. This isn't just a Wiimote. This is all the accessories that go with it. Oh, yeah, I'm sorry you have to buy a $20 piece of plastic. Well, this is how it's Nintendo's always been. It's not just one $20 piece of plastic. It's every week they come out with a new one. Well, fortunately, 
All the games many, aren't going to support this. You, you can just skip those. I've got classic controllers. I've got nunchucks. I've got plastic wheels. I've got Link's $20 plastic gizmo. And now I'm going to have to get Ocean Plus accessory? You've got to be kidding me. You could just not buy it. Every week. more plastic. Ocean Plus. Oh, no, here's week. the thing. You're going to have to buy Motion Plus. because Lucy, if you have all of those, you're a sucker. Almost none of them are required. Nunchucks are required. All for various The nunchucks things. and the controllers are what's required. But I'm sorry, this is the same argument that anyway, when the PS3 and the Wii first came out, PS3 controller was $60, and the Wiimote and the nunchuck was $60. Have you tried playing Super Nintendo games without the classic controller? Use your GameCube yes, controller. Yes, I play it with the a GameCube controller. For, no, the buttons are wrong for some of the games, like, for example, Castlevania 4. And they then can't be remapped. Then don't play those Very games, Sean. You have a Super don't Nintendo. Don't play those games. <laughs> yeah, don't play it on your Super Nintendo. You oh, have. Then I can't get. Then something. I have an S video, and it's ugly. Oh, poor baby. Oh. I mean, but don't tell. You have ways around this, and this isn't. I I'm convinced this is not meant for somebody who has to buy every single thing that they sell. You even have freaking wheels. Those things are awful. I like the wheels. Actually, the I wheel isn't them. bad, Mike. I no, really it you can't make real turns with it. In Mario Kart? Yeah, you're just not yeah. using it right. Oh. In fact, I that was the, this is the first game, it Mario was, Kart game, where I've actually been able to do the sparks, and it's thanks to the wheel. Well, I you know I still wouldn't use it for comp- competition play because you can't uh, avoid evade pow blocks with it. But well, I guess you can with the wheel, but um, yeah. I wouldn't use the wheel anyway because it's not oh. as accurate. But I like yeah, the wheel. It, it's not too bad. Link's plastic gizmo is ridiculous, but, you know, it doesn't matter. You'll be able to use it in Call of Duty, and as we saw in a very hilarious movie where they uh, kind of morphed the uh, the plastic gizmo into a real gun. Yeah, that was funny. It was ridiculous. It's the most stupid video I've ever seen. Like, what the hell? I think he used it in Resident Evil 5 as well. Um, any yeah. any new FPS or, or adventure type thing of that, you're going to use the plastic yeah, gizmo. Can, but, but the thing, what gets me is that you don't need to use the gizmo at all. You just hold it in your hands. And you could. You're, you're the one who rants and raves about how much your fiance loves this little plastic plastic gizmo. She, game, she, so. she really likes the plastic gizmo, so and that's why he has to buy the the Wii Motion Plus because you get the game with it. You know, well, and you only need motion. Oh, you only. My problem with the Wii Motion Plus is that games are going to require it. Some games, not all games. The only one. Wait, very few games that I bet are going to require it. How how do you know that? They've only announced one thus far. Because it's a split of your product base, and if you want your game to be sellable to all people, you don't support this accessory. Yep. Like every other accessory that comes out after a customer after a console's been out for a couple years. It's like the Rumble Pack for the DS. I mean, there are games that use it, but you're not required to have it. I don't even know where mine is. Well, it's not the like the Rumble Pack because pack, you can you can, you don't need it to play. You just yeah. have it as an ex, you know. A, a right. And I think feature. there will be some things like, well, if you have oh. this, it might work a little better. That's a good point. Maybe they could do that a play mode for each. That would be yeah. acceptable. Then I won't have to buy one. I just think it's really silly to. <laughs> you're gonna buy them Sean, anyway. You know, you, yeah, yeah, I was I, gonna say, Sean, you're gonna buy it anyway. It's a way. I probably will. Money. But still, the thing is that it just upsets me that why isn't this why isn't this technology included in the Wiimote to begin with? Because, because it wasn't there two years ago. Uh, it probably was. It was just expensive. It would have added. Were, I mean, I'm sure it, it would have added like uh, this didn't know, ten out of the air. Ten bucks been, for the price of working it. it. I don't. I think you're you're thinking well, giving them a little too much credit. I'm sure they made something the Wiimote, and then someone said, "Well, I want to do this," and they said, "Well, you can't." Here's my question: How long till Wiimotes come out that have this built in? That's a good idea. They made. I would then, I would then sell my current Wiimote and buy the Wiimote too. That would be nice. Wiimote or Plus. 
They no, they're not gonna they're not gonna sell them new Wiimotes. What they're going to do is they may sell Wiimotes with it already in the box. So I would just integrate it into the Wiimote. I think that would be more mm-hmm. much more sensible. It's like long-term. going from the uh, the original PS One controller to the Dual Shock. So the thing is, Nintendo doesn't have a history of doing anything like that. No, they they don't. It's not like they released like a new Nintendo controller later on. Yeah, they never built Rumble into the N sixty four controller or anything like that. So. They give you the stupid pack that you plug in. Yep. Right. Do you remember that? That was a lovely thing. Yeah, I do. It was huge, and it made your controller like really weird. It made it, it made back it. heavy. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And default hands. But, you know, I was I already had something in there from the save, so I never used the rumbles so much. Use... <laughs> Let's um, have more, more designs like that. Modular controllers. One accessory per controller. Hmm. <laughs> See, this isn't even new when you're, like, ranting about it. This is Nintendo. People just forget. Probably because they didn't do it as much during the GameCube period, because... Here's another thing I'm concerned about. That's true. Is this this Wii Motion Plus plug going to have batteries of its own? Don't know. I don't think so. It's not big enough for it. It's very small. It's very small. It it would have to be those garage door opener-style batteries, which are really expensive. So I don't think so. I think it's just going to draw off the battery life. Just suck suck battery life. Well, you don't know how much the power draw is. I'm sure it'll make it shorter, but I haven't found the Wiimote to have a horrible battery life to begin with. I have. I've used rechargeable batteries, and they last like eight to nine hours. Yeah, I haven't had any issues with that. Switch to those. Yeah, I've got some quick charger batteries. Is it Oliver? Are you ranting about it? How good they are? Just, yeah, not, go to Nyko. Like they the, have charging packs. Yeah, the Nyko yeah. charging. I had a friend who had them, and he did nothing but complain about it, so it scared me away. They're rechargeable batteries. Sometimes they can go bad, you know? It's just, well, it's not that. It was that he said, oh, well, it makes it jump all over the screen, and it's not accurate anymore, blah, blah, blah. Uh, I'm like, well, I don't know. That's, uh, that. that's quite the problem to have from a battery pack. <laughs> well, I thought it was because the, the power was, you know, not... Uh, being supplied properly, and it didn't happen when he had batteries. But this is this is a friend who is a complete idiot. <laughs> well, so, I'm, know, glad you're gl- I'm sure he's happy you said that on the air. <laughs> oh, he doesn't know. He's not listening. He's off being shagged down in Miami or something. I see. At any rate, he uh, he was probably pointing at the wrong TV anyway. Oh boy! So, <laughs> why isn't it controlling the news? I don't understand. Yeah. All right, Oliver, why don't you take us out of this uh, rat hole and give us some info on MPD? What was the interesting stuff in the numbers oh. this month? Well, Metal Gear Solid 4 did have quite an impact on PS3 sales, but not enough to pull it over Nintendo. Oh, poor Nintendo. Yeah, poor we're so surprised, though. I mean, not really. <laughs> yeah, but, so anyway, it, yeah. How will well, I be able to handle we're so, but, uh, It's still ahead of... Wow, that's two months in a row, though, that it's ahead of the 360, it looks like. Yeah, it sold almost twice as many units as the 360. 405,500 units coming in and the number three spot in June... 2008's hardware sales. Are these universal of, or these just regional? So let's run down the list. Uh, number one was the NPD DS. Was, re- this is, uh, yeah, this is just the U.S. The U.S. and it's not all retailers. Uh, inclu- for example, Walmart's not included here. Um, just running down the list for June, Nintendo DS at 783,000, Wii at 666,000, PS3 at 405,000, PSP at 337,000, 360 at 219,000, and then PS2 at 188,000. So, uh, Interesting lineup this Almost month. If every system saw a leap in sales over May. Mm-hmm. And the, the PSP saw like this huge jump in sales over May, which I don't understand because did anything come out for the PSP? Like something big that would cause that? I, think I can't think of it. Because it jumped from 182,000 in May to 337,000 in June. That's quite a jump not to be tied to some specific software release. Well, I'll work on that. Continue through the software sales. While I research. Okay, software sales. 
Uh, unsurprisingly, Metal Gear Solid 4 came out on top, selling 774,600 individual units. That does not include the Metal Gear Solid 4 bundles, which according to NPD, if you factor those in, it comes to close to 1 million units. Uh, Guitar Hero on tour. I thought it was World Tour. On Tour is the portable one. Okay, Guitar Hero on tour for the DS came in number two, 422,000. Ninja Gaiden 2, 372,000. We fit... 20 of those silly things? Say what? Wow. Oh, the, this this is the, the the one where you have to plug the key, the fretboard the thing. keys yeah the fret into the game it's guitar hero it doesn't matter oh <laughs> all right i thought that was the dumbest look ever but all right yeah, well. I, I don't think you were alone on that but yeah <laughs> we fit 372 we play is still lingering around in the top 10 with 359,000 sold Battlefield, EA's Battlefield Bad Company came in pretty well at 346. Mario Kart Wii at 322. And then Lego Indiana Jones takes up all three of the last three spots with the Wii DS and PS2 versions. Hmm. I guess people love Indiana Jones again. I don't. They must. <laughs> yeah. Grand Theft Auto 4 is gone entirely. That is interesting. Out of the top ten now. After selling over a million units between the two versions last month, it's gone. Um, when did Secret Agent Clank come out for PSP? Because that might be an issue, one of the things. Maybe it, Lega nope. Indiana Jones, perhaps. Well, I was I mean, thinking. I don't. I don't remember if I, I seem to recall the PS3 can do this, but that perhaps it's these Metal Gear Solid people who want to play Metal Gear Solid. On their PSP with remote play, you I can't don't think it works play a on PS3 game on the PSP. You can only remote yes, play you can. PS1 game. Lair. You can. It's one in PS3, but you can not definitely PS3. do it for Lair. You can remote play PS3 games on some, your PS3. Some yep. PS3 games. Some. Some. Like but Lair. no PS2 games at all. None. Never. Yep. It's not allowed for no good reason that I can figure out. PSP games you can just straight up play on your PSP. It's not really remote right. play at that point. And then PSN games. Some PSN games allow you to do remote play of them, like uh, Pixel Junk Monsters. Some PSN games are specifically so, for PS2. For for you for you to have it. Yeah. What does it actually do? I uh, mean, do it's like having a portable monitor and then being able to, you know, it'll show you what's on the screen. It lets you control it, and there's a little lag. Yep. A little. Yeah. It's, it's really not, not that great bad. of a feature. No. It doesn't. It, it adds nothing. It's just if like you have if a really good connection. You don't feel like if for some reason you don't feel like looking at your TV screen and you want to play it on your PSP instead. It, all right, so you if you say you have a game that's slow and turn-based, like certain RPGs, and you have a good yeah. internet connection, you could play it remotely. You'd be able to pull this off without a problem. Um, Wait, I need a good internet connection to talk locally to my PS3? No, this is... No, you can access your PS3 and do this over the internet. And be away from home. Yeah. I do it from school. It's called remote play. Right. Yes. Your PSP has internet. Your PS3 has internet. They can talk oh. to each other. Yeah, you, have you to can open actually a firewall, set it to wake yeah. your PS3 up at home yeah. and turn it on. <laughs> hey, I want yeah. to play now. You can play exactly. your media. You, you can stream that. your media from your PS3 to your PSP remotely. I can understand the media. I just can't see how I can do this this wonderfully high def game and stick it on a screen. Yeah, well, that's yeah, that. that's you know, there's some issues if you try to do it with a high def game, but you know, it's out there. It's a feature. Oh, I know it would be. I bet the. Uh, I bet the Vicaria Chronicles will look good. Uh, yeah, that probably would work well if they support that feature. Yeah. I don't know if they will, but that'd be nice. Games actually do, though. I don't think 
are there really that many that actually support the Patreon? I, you know, I couldn't tell you. I know it's not all games, though. Because they had to patch that into Lair, for example. Mm. Yeah. Mm. I, okay. I don't have any PS3 games, so I can't really tell you. I just know <laughs> what to do. You just keep your PS3 for fun. Well, I watch Blu-ray movies on it. So, see, it has a purpose. It's a good Blu-ray player, so... It is. Yes, it is. And then he'll wait for Disguise 3 and whatever else is coming out that he wants to play on it. Little Big Planet. Valkyria Chronicles, Planet. White Knight Story. Ah. We didn't see anything about White Knight Story at E3. Yes, oh. I know. I was most wroth. Yeah. <laughs> who, who was that? I can never remember who's publishing that. Isn't that Factor 5 or something? Not Factor that's Level 5. Level 5? Five. Five? Well, Level Sorry? 5 is a developer. Yeah. yeah well, that's who I care oh, about. Actually and it's published I, by Sony. Think, so, yeah, yeah, yeah. at least in, in Japan, at least. Um, has it been announced for the U.S., though? Yeah, I thought I we had an English logo and everything. Ah. Yeah, I guess so. To be announced 2008 is what Wikipedia says. I don't know about that. I'm guessing it's not coming out this year, if they didn't have it at E3. So. <laughs> Maybe they forgot. Then they'll probably end up porting it to the Xbox 360. Uh, GameSpot had a report up in June saying that White Knight is due before April 09. Okay, there you go. Yeah. So it's a next year title. That's why I wasn't it's here. It's the 30th May, 2009. <laughs> It'll be. Well, that might be in Japan, though. Sony confirms Level 5's anticipated RPG to launch this fiscal year. But that's, uh, that's probably only in Japan. So we'll get it next year. That's sad. That is sad. sad. I hope it sucks then, so I don't have to worry about waiting for it. (laughs) We're going to suck. It's developed by level 5. I don't know. The Dragon Quest 8 people, come on. Yeah, which went on too long. Yeah, that was was the thing. That wasn't their fault. Why was that not their fault? Because they they didn't design the story, they just programmed it. No, they programmed the slow level up system too. No, they didn't. Grind, 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 grind. Yeah, it's a grind. Yeah. It's a grindy battle system. They could have changed that. It would have they not been a Dragon Quest level game. Five but... <laughs> didn't have direction. I don't know why people think this. There are the people who are in charge of Dragon Quest, and then there's everyone else. Level five was everyone else. What does that mean then? The trio that make Dragon Quest are the ones who still made eight. Okay, so they still. So they didn't actually. So level. What did level five do? Level then? five doesn't get to decide how the game works. They're told how the game works, and they make it look good. So it doesn't matter if they're making White Knight story either. Then it means it'll look good. Did they I, have any I, feedback? Did they have any feedback into how I, Dark Cloud worked? No, in Dark Cloud. Yeah, you'd have to ask Sony what kind of direction. Wasn't they that uh, their game as well? Yes, I believe they probably had more control over Dark Cloud and Dark Cloud Two because you know you didn't have the big names telling you what to do. Okay, because Sony is doing White Knight Story as well, so however right. it works so, for yes, that. Level 5 probably has more leeway. Well, okay, <laughs> who's the director? Who's the producer? I don't what know. we need to figure out. Oh, well. They don't I'm announce... I mean, everybody knows who makes Dragon Quest because it's been the same people for, you know, a million years. I don't know who... All right. So, of course, if, you know, Ori says it's going to be this way, it's going to be this way. It doesn't matter what Level 5 thinks. Hmm. Oh, well. I, I, I'm actually a little disappointed now because I didn't like Dark Cloud 1 or 2. Oh, and now I'm afraid that White Knight <laughs> will be Dark Cloud 3. Uh, it's not Dark Cloud 3. It's Have you seen the game? <laughs> Everybody wants Dark Cloud 3 to come out. but yeah. 
White Knight Story is a, is a wonderful game that started out with wonderful concept video showing full collisions of every attack and everything, and then you turn into a big robot and kill stuff. Then they released a later demo, which looked a lot less full collisions and more like a standard battle system, but still looked pretty and still looked like it could be a good game. So and Then they released a new video where everything was sprites and it was two-dimensional. No, no, they didn't. They're moving <laughs> backwards. If they did, I'd buy it, but, you know, whatever. <laughs> What? You should have bought it. Yeah, sure. Yeah, video 2D about, should like, not be dead. What can I say? I want a, I'd want. i love to have a new 2D game on a 3. Oh, Disgaea 3. Perfect. <laughs> it's not a 2D game. It's, just it's close enough. It's, it's as close as I'm going to get there. <laughs> it's a PS2 game. Maybe. The problem is that Disgaea 3 would be horribly, horribly grindy, just like Disgaea 2 and Disgaea 1. Yes, well. Oh, now you don't like horribly, horribly grindy, Mr. Disgaea lover. I do love Disgaea, but I am freely admitting that there is a major problem with the way that it works. Okay. Come on, guys. Fix well, this. it is really designed for the people who want to get to level 9999. Yeah. Well, it seems you to can be. do that without making me spend a million years to do it. Well, yeah. No, let's you, get you to don't have to get to 9999 to win. Well, no, but if you want to do all the optional content, which is like where half the content seems to be. Yeah, they. I think they're kind they're of half, side but content. They seem to have a lot of side content that rewards you for doing that. Get up I, to your three I, million damage. That is a major problem with this guy. Yep. And I think I'm less patient now than I used to be. I used to be able to deal with that. But yeah. nowadays, I'm like, sorry, you know what? I want everyone to get experience, not just the guy who does the last hit. That's dumb. My cleric never goes up in level. All right, so um, Microsoft set out a press release saying that they had uh, 20 million 360 sold total worldwide, right, Oliver? Is that to you date? Run that by me again. My- Microsoft said that they have 20 million 360 sold worldwide, yes. right? All right. Okay, they released that along, and they released this to counteract the even more interesting one that Nintendo released. Yes, which is that the Wii is now the official console leader in the U.S. With That's 10. right. 10.9 million sold. As of June, they surpassed the 360 in the U.S. <laughs> I was talking with people about this, and it's it's kind of funny because some people are like, "Well, it really surprises me," and it's like, "What? How can you possibly surprise by this news?" I know. How? <laughs> it was funny because uh, the MBD numbers weren't out on uh, Tuesday when Nintendo had their press conference, yes, so they yes, couldn't yes, announce. They were this really then. hoping, but yeah. they're like, "No, no, it's not <laughs> going to work not. out." So they had a graph showing that they had like uh, 10.3 million or something like that. They were really close to 360, and we hope to overtake them soon. Then on a Thursday afternoon, get a text message on my phone from Nintendo. Oh yeah, check this out. <laughs> we're the leader. Look, now yeah, we did it. Yeah, well, they did say they were hoping to make an announcement on Thursday. Yep, we're just supposed to pay attention. Then they waited till Friday. That's okay. No, it was it was Thursday, Mike. We were oh, hey, home we on were Friday. home on yeah. Friday. <laughs> I'm so used to Wednesday, Friday. <laughs> Still a little jet lag day. <laughs> E3 day. Yeah. Yeah. I'll take a nap soon. Ah, uh, that's it for interesting industry news. I think. Um, but first, one last news point I wanted to bring up: Neverwinter Nights. Um, here's a game you probably haven't heard people talk about in a while. But uh, I know people out there in our community play it, so I wanted to point out that their last patch for the game has been brought out. It's their final one ever. Go pick that up and enjoy the huge path they, patch they've given you with lots of new features for the creation engines. And it sounds like there's new content modules that use the patch and stuff like that. So you, lots of stuff to play around with Neverwinter Nights to bring that game to a close. And then I suppose they want you to move on to Neverwinter Nights 2, which we did see an expansion for, didn't we, Mike? 
Mm-hmm. Which we, we did. Yeah, we talked about that on the podcast on Wednesday, I believe. So you can hear all mm-hmm. about that by downloading that and listening to it. And that's yep. it. Yep. So I wanted to, you know, you guys throughout the week heard what me and Mike thought about E3, and I was wondering what you guys here at home, Sean, Oliver, Anna. I wasn't. I was with you guys. Yeah, no, you weren't. I was just in the bar. <laughs> the whole, the whole Yes, you kept. Yes, you kept demanding that we go to the bar. Yeah, they would. You know drinks. what, listeners? They they are the most boring people in the entire world. They he insisted on sitting in their room talking into their computers so you could listen to them rather than coming down to see the beautiful women with me. Yeah, I'm sure they hated that. You know what he missed though by being at the bar the whole time? I, mean, I missed the great discussion you guys were having about games. I don't wonderful care. steak. Yep, we had a great steak on. Wednesday. I didn't need a steak. I had colorful drinks with umbrellas. <laughs> it was it made him think he was having a steak. <laughs> it made me think all sorts of things. That steak that was so good, I can still taste it, Mike. I know. Brush your teeth. Brush your teeth. Hey, you're making me really hungry. Oh, it was so good. It was melting. No, but seriously, what did you guys? Th- you know, you guys got our perspective. What were the big things for you guys at the show that you heard this week? Why don't I go around? The- what about you, Oliver? What do you think was most interesting? All the stuff you posted in Currents, I assume. Well, that. But if you want to, can, can I? Can I? Yes. Shout out to a non-RPG. Yeah, yeah. Uh, the trailer for the new next Prince of Persia game looks absolutely fantastic. Ah, yes. Did you see that? Um, they, I uh, haven't yet, but I've seen previous ones for it. I want to see other other than the Last Remnant coming out later this year. That is my most anticipated game for this year. It looks beautiful, and it looks it's got like this real um, this Ico influence going that I really like. It's not, it doesn't look like a ripoff, but it's definitely influenced and it's quite a departure both looks like both artistically and gameplay wise from the last three games, but it looks like it's going to be really, really good. So I can't wait for that. And the chick's actually going to help you out instead of just being a useless baggage like Yorda was in Ico. So that's good as well. <laughs> yes, I suppose it is. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know. But um, other than that, they announced God of War 3, which is exciting. And I'm just glad I have a Last Remnant release date now. Because that's my most anticipated game for this year. <laughs> the game you know nothing about. <laughs> you know plenty about The Last Remnant. Really? Yeah. You haven't seen any extended gameplay of the of the, of the game, though. Even the trailer didn't really say that much. Well, I Which I, I reveal the reason why the trailer's so short in the interview that will be going on. We've seen yeah, scenes of the battles, and other than that, it's just going to be a traditional RPG. Um, sure. That's what they've said. Really? Okay. Other websites have had interviews about it. One up had an interview with them about yeah. the battle system and such. Well, I mean, how can you just be excited over a traditional RPG period, though? Because I like Why not? Well, because traditional RPGs from Square Enix are good. Why aren't you yeah. excited about uh, Infinite Undiscovery, then? I am excited about Infinite Undiscovery as well. Just you should be, because I played that for an hour and a half. It was awesome. Well, it, it, is, it, it looks Star Ocean-y, though, and I wasn't the biggest Star Ocean fan. It doesn't look anything like Star Ocean. That's exactly what I thought. I thought it looked like Star Ocean 2. No, well, except that you don't go into battle screens in this game. And Star Ocean would always transition... Well, I don't know about the later ones, but they would always transition you to a battlefield whenever you would have a fight, right? You don't do that here. It's very seamless. I like it. I am looking forward to that game, too. Just not as much so as Last Remnant. Those last remnants trailers just make it look so much more interesting. Just I don't know why. It is though they have some very nice trailers. Yep. And uh, okay, so what about you, Oliver? You just asked. Not, me. Um, sorry. Just got done. 
You should do it again. Start over. <laughs> okay, if you want me to run it What down about again. you, Sean? Oh, well, of course, the, the, big, the only big news that I really was shocked about was the FF13 news. As I said, I called, I called Oliver. Yes, yes, him. you mentioned. Yeah. It's, you know, shocking. So there was nothing news. else exciting or interesting about any games at E3 for you? Well, there was, there was one thing. It's a crappy show altogether. Oh, no, 3D Realms uh, gave us uh, the Duke <laughs> Yes, the Duke Nukem trailer. <laughs> yeah, which I, I, I thought it was audacious. Mind-blowing? Yes, mind-blowing. I certainly couldn't understand the uh, the reasoning behind it, that's the for Duke sure. The Duke Nukem trilogy is just them re-releasing the Duke Nukem games again, right? Well, in theory, if it ever comes out, yes. <laughs> they can't even I no longer bring out a re-release? <laughs> I think they have actually forgotten how. Are, are they the so. publisher for that? I don't know. Uh, the the problem is that the trailer, which you know might have answered some of these questions, is largely about four minutes of heavy metal music with the logo, <laughs> and the logo moves back and forth, and it it moves up and down, and it blinks on and off, and then you switch from logo to logo because there's three logos, and then there's some um, artwork of Duke Nukem, and a few times they zoom into his crotch. Great, that's, it. that's, that's the trailer. About four minutes of that. Absolutely wonderful. So I can't really tell you anything about it. But when I saw that, I, I knew that 3D Realms hadn't deserted gamers. <laughs> it, it's like I... Uh... All right, Anna, what about you? Um, I'm kind of split between Infinite Undiscovery and Final Fantasy XIII. Because obviously I don't have a PS3 and I don't particularly intend to buy one. And I do have a 360. Um, Infinite Undiscovery... But you can get both I always now. Hear Hmm? You can get both now. Yeah. <laughs> so, you know, in, yeah, Infinite Undiscovery, it's sort of been... I I really want to like it, but, I mean, I'm kind of in the same boat where, to me, it looks very Star Ocean-y. So, I'm sort of... I, I guess I haven't played Star Ocean. Like the only Star Ocean element I felt in that game was when you craft items. Like I said, it's... Items. It's. Yeah. I have tentative high hopes. <laughs> I mean, if you, I, I think you should be worried about the Star Ocean Four game being Star Oceany. I don't, I don't think you should feel worried about Infinite Undiscovery being Star Oceany. It does have an action-based battle system, though. I mean, you gotta, you gotta use your combos. So if you don't like, yeah, that, and I, I mean, that'd be a problem. The, the but actiony. The actiony battle systems, like it has, yeah. I find that I'm really hit and miss on them. Like mm-hmm. I didn't like Star Ocean. Um, I'm not a really big fan of the Tail series, but yeah. I loved Summon Knight. I know Starcraft I took to this State. battle system a lot better than I took to Tales of Asperias. So, I'm, okay, I'm more excited well, about good. it. Uh, Means I'm tentatively very hopeful. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I don't. It just seemed very easy to play and very good, and it was very you know traditional. Lots of archetype characters. So if you like archetypes, you know this is good. The smart guy, the you tough know. guy. The protocol guy, the king guy, you know, all that kind of stuff. This was sort of a tough show for me to gauge just because almost everything that was talked about at the show yeah. um, that I'm interested in is Hiccup <laughs> coming hiccup. out this year. Mm-hmm. It's coming out this year already. Yeah, well, that's kind of the point. That's well, why the show okay. should be in May so they can announce their Christmas releases at a more anticipated It's coming time. out really soon. Like, yeah. um, you know... The Harvest Moon games. Mm-hmm. Well, that's next month, right? Yep. 
Are you looking for? Were you excited about those at all? You probably already knew all that stuff. You, you've already got the run of the sun, right? Yeah, I I knew a lot of the details that you guys talked about. Yeah. So. But uh, cow and chicken. Kitty, kitty. Yeah. I can't believe someone stole my chicken. It's not your chicken. It was totally mine. If no. someone hadn't stolen it, Graham would have given it to you to give to me. No, he would not. He was their have. one was prototype, their prototype chicken. <laughs> but yeah, somebody stole Natsume's prototype chicken for one of the pre-release items for the DS or Wii version. I forget which one had which animal. There's a cow for one and a chicken for the other. Um, people have been and then there's a kitty that they're giving away as well. I don't know what the kitty's for, though. Because there's like a cat? No, but I don't understand how it works. Is it one of each? I mean, do you like get one randomly, or is it which game has the kitty? I do not know. That's when I, I called my EB, they didn't even know that there was a pre-order bonus for Harvest Moon. Yeah. yeah. I don't know what's up with that. So, I'm just going to wait uh, two or three weeks and then poke Graham and be like, I love Harvest Moon. Can I have a chicken, please? <laughs> uh, the benefits Come of on, the industry. walking advertisement board. Walking? You hide them in your room and never show them. No, actually, for my birthday, um, Danielle got me a hammock to hang in the corner of oh my the... Gosh. It's it's a hammock you hang on the wall, and you put your plushies in it. Oh, I should get that. Oh, so it hides a, ha- a corner in a hammock. Yes, no, but it's an exposed corner, so you can see them. I'm just wondering, because it's like walking would actually mean you have to take it outside your house. And it, what Chris had exposed... No, Michael, I'm a walking advertisement board. I didn't know yeah. your tattoo was a harvest moon. Oh. Yeah, I have the Harvest Moon cow. Yeah. Where? On my ankle? <laughs> on her face. <laughs> there you go, on, on her, her face. face. <laughs> it's like the Harvest Moon cow is the inside of my left ankle, and Jack Frost is the inside of my right leg. There you go. And now we've learned more about Anna than we ever needed to know. <laughs> the point is, Mike, she's a walking, talking advertisement about Harvest Moon. Natsume. Yes. <clears throat> Anyways. There you go. So, well, does that mean you're also going to whore out for a, a Marvelous for Rune Factory for Wii? Not the best choice of words. Mm. <laughs> uh, I'm s- still on the fence for the Rune Factory games. Ah. Just because mm, I, could I never say finished Rune Factory the, 1. With so Rune, Factory 2, Rune Factory 2? With Rune Factory 2 on the DS at Natsume, at the very least, it looked like there was a place to farm right outside of his house. And oh, there is a, in the first one. Oh, okay. Because I thought but, that was the I complaint, mean, was you needed to go into the middle of a dungeon to farm. Well, with the Rune Factory, there's the outside field, and that's limited by the season that it is. With the dungeons, they are always a set season. So there is one dungeon that is always spring. So you can carry spring plants all year round. Hmm. And then there's one dungeon that's always summer and one dungeon that's always fall. I see. So, okay. I don't know. I'm I'm kind of iffy on Rune Factory too. I'm keeping an eye on the Rune Factory Wii. Mm-hmm. It seems to deviate enough that that might be a much better iteration. But we'll see. Okay. Um. Yeah. And that, I guess that leaves you and me, Mike. For what? Well, to talk about our top three. Oh, I thought we weren't doing it because we already talked for three podcasts. Oh, no, 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 no. We'll have our top three. No, we still want to pick our picks of the show. That's true. 
All right, so um, I don't know how we should do this. Uh, how about you just go first? What are your top three? Do they have to be in order? Yeah, if you okay. can. My favorite RPG was Infinite Undiscovery Ooh. because it was way too much fun. I went back another time and played another, what was it, half an hour or so, maybe a little more, just to see more of the story and actually got quite a bit of story, so I was very happy. Uh, let's see. Number two will be Fallout 3. Mm. Uh, yeah, it, it, I realized when I thought about it, you know, coming back home, I was like, you know, I didn't even care about Fallout until I played that game for like 15 minutes. And That's only probably a good thing, yeah. <laughs> yeah. So when I'm, when I'm tired of Infinite Undiscovery, you know. <laughs> Are you going to get that on PC or 360? You know, uh, uh, probably 360. You don't have a PC that can handle it, probably. Well, that's not entirely the case. I might have a new PC by then. Ah, okay. But I would probably go for console because I'm just, you know, I don't really do a lot of PC stuff. Mm-hmm. And I didn't have any problems with what we had, except I couldn't figure out any of the buttons. But, you know, playing more than 10 minutes might do that. <laughs> yeah, that might help. Yeah, oh. yeah. <laughs> Oh, horrible, horrible. How do you shoot? Oh, yeah, it's triggered. I kept pressing B and opening the map. Yeah, me too. Because <laughs> that's where A is normally, but yeah. No, uh, Fallout 3, and then my final one will be Valkyria Chronicles. Sweet. Glad to see it on there. Yep. Um, I'm probably going to... Hmm. <laughs> I mix you up a little. Yeah. I. Well, unfortunately, I'm going to have to pick the same three games as you. Uh, mm-hmm. because they were truly the best games of the show. And yeah. it's just the order that's going to be... Well, good. good. I don't know no. what to do, because I think I'm going to have to... Oh, I don't want to do this. But I think I might have to put Infinite Undiscovery at number one. Yes. And not Valkyria Chronicles, as I was thinking the whole show. Ugh, that's really hard. They're really, 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 really close. I think it's going to change day by day which one I want to play more. The yeah, definitely Infinite Discovery and Valkyria Chronicles, the one and two, and then Fallout Three and Number Three, um, and nothing against any of those games because they're all fantastic. I want to play them all, but those are definitely the top three games of the show. I think um, followed closely Dad, because by. Hmm? I don't think either of them were in my top. I don't think any of them were in my top five when we did. Uh, yeah, feature. <laughs> I know that Valkyria was for me. Oh, Valkyria was for me. I think it was four or five. Yeah. Um, yeah Fallout Three was. Glad to well. hear you. I'm glad to hear you enjoyed Valkyria Crime. It was so good. It was so fun. <laughs> Half of it was running over people with Oh tank. my gosh, you got to run over people with a tank. It's awesome. <laughs> but no, it's tactical, and there's movement, and it's strategy. It's just, oh, it's just it everything. It looks so... It's like, it feels like a next-gen tactical RPG. It's like, oh my gosh. time. <laughs> well, it's just, and I, I'm glad to hear it's an RPG. Oh, I, I said next-gen. Like I meant this-gen. Every trailer I've this seen gen. makes it look like a shooter, so... It's not, no, but th- that's the thing. They add action elements to the tactical... RPG, and that's really what clutches totally it. a tactical RPG. And it's not overly, it's not overbearing or anything, but you get to zoom in for a headshot, which is always fun. I don't care if you like FPSs or not. Oh yeah, that's true. <laughs> I agree. And uh, also, does that have a? Hmm? Um, you know, it, it's tactical in the way you can't just you know bull rush in and start shooting because they have ad- advantages over people approaching and things like that. It was very, you had to think about what you're doing, but then you got to do it and be actioning. Yep, it was awesome. Does that have a release date? Uh, I'm just asking because I don't know. I don't think so. Yo, what did I get for that? 
I gotta find out. I'm sorry, should have remembered this. Oh. Uh, it should be this year. Um, October 15th is what 1UP's pu- um, pinning it at. Which oh. sounds about right. October sounds right. October 15th, okay. I have PS3 well, now. Uh, it's yep. uh, something we look for. It's another game for me to buy. And uh, just in case anybody was still confused after the PlayStation press conference, there is not a PSP version of Valkyria Chronicles. Sega's That's a little upset about Sony that. Sony was ridiculously stupid and put it in their PSP lineup, even though it's a PS3 game. And Sega's president was in the audience, so he must have been just thrilled about that. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but thank you, whoever updated Wikipedia, to tell us there was a PSP game without checking facts. Twelve minutes after the conference. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know, it, it was a somewhat reasonable thing to make because, you know, Sony... You wouldn't think Sony would get confused about the biggest RPG but they I, have coming out for the I system this year. I would have <laughs> if it was in both sections. Yeah. So your original question was, did we mislabel it, not... Yeah, I know. We were like, did we, we, we've been building this as a PS3 game. Is it actually a PSP game? What the heck's going on? Well, the great part is, is they shrink it down to fit in that little PSP model, and it did look all pixely like a PSP game. So yeah. it was like, what's going on here? Yeah. <laughs> It didn't look pixely to me, but okay. During the PSP video, it did. No, it didn't. It was just small. And then they blew it up, making it pixely. No. Yes. No. Yes. No. (laughs) (laughs) All right. Podcast. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, what were some of your runner-ups, Mike? Oh. Yeah. I didn't really have any. I I would say Alpha Protocol and. Two Human and Sonic Dark Protohood. Really? Yeah. Um, it, it has potential. I'm iffy on it. Yeah, I know. I'm iffy on it too, but it has potential. And it was because... Hmm. It is a Bioware game, and it definitely played out like a Bioware game. There were lots of dialogue choices and stuff. Yeah. That's good, I guess. That's good, I guess. Yes. <laughs> um, and you got uh, lots of action. Like Elite Beat Agent. In the when doing your special moves, I don't know. Wait, was Alpha Protocol actually playable? At the show? Alpha Protocol was not playable. Alpha Protocol is very early still, but it's using Unreal Engine, so it looks like Mass Effect in a lot of ways. And I swear they won't confirm this, but I swear the voice actor is the same as the guy who does Shepard in Mass Effect. <laughs> and uh, but it's kind of a stealth RPG. It's done by um, Obsidian, um, who obviously does a lot of stuff similar to Bioware. Um, so you know. I believe the comment was is they do Bioware stuff and then they just... I mean, they don't do it, but they look at what Bioware does and then they do it differently. Yeah. I think that was a comment in one of our... You can check your... Yeah, I should check the audio. But, uh, I mean, yeah. So, I mean, there's a lot, obviously a lot of similarities to that. And uh, it's still very early, so, you know, I can't comment on really the graphics or anything. But uh, it, it looks like you get to do some cool stuff. And, the but, you know, the interesting part is set in modern day. It's not sci-fi and it's not fantasy, and we don't get many RPGs set in modern day. So no, that was kind of cool. So yeah, I'll, I'll give props to that. Um, I think that's a big up and comer. I'd love to say Dragon Age, but we didn't get to see it, sadly. Which is well, Dragon Quest was on my title. list. Title. Oh yes, Dragon Quest Four. Nice. I I should have tried that. Um, Final Fantasy Four, I would say, but I mean that's out next week, so just buy it. But was it the show you could have called it? Yeah, I, I tried it, but. 
I didn't even play it because I know next week that's what I'm playing. So. <laughs> I didn't want to waste people's time on something that's coming out next week. Just go buy it. Yeah. You know you want it. I mean, right. was Chrono Trick on your list? Um, no, because that's a port. Uh, All right. I've played Chrono Trigger, and I know this will be fantastic. It's just, you know, it's not new. And I'm yeah. kind of interested in Fair new enough. stuff right now. Yeah, all right. And, uh, yeah, and I guess there was Puzzle Quest stuff. Yeah, but it was so alpha. It wasn't... But it was interesting because it was circular. It was a different type of play field, so that looks fun. Yeah. Oh. All right, so let's uh, let's kind of round up the new releases uh, for the week. First of all, <laughs> next week you've got... Or, or, excuse me, this week we've got Final Fantasy IV DS and Izuna 2, the Unemployed Ninja Returns. Um, I, I wish it would... I wish it was titled, like, Izuna 2, Still Unemployed Ninja, but I guess not. Um, <laughs> can't, for some reason, can't find a job. Can't figure Anna, out. you're looking forward to that one, right? Did you review the first no. one? No. <laughs> okay. No. Okay, I thought you did for some reason. <laughs> uh, no. Okay. <laughs> Even she wouldn't play that. <laughs> well, I'm sure it's fine you know, if you like the, the The... Last line is a big attraction to the game, but um, I don't oh, like the 16. gameplay mechanics. Meh. Okay. Rip it, don't touch. Let's not talk about Izuna's bus line. Um, wow. Also, last nice week, one. as of Wednesday of last week, uh, Puzzle Quest Challenge of the Warlords on Xbox Live Arcade dropped from twenty, or excuse me, dropped from twelve hundred points to eight hundred points, so fifteen dollars down to ten dollars. So, if you've been waiting on picking that up and wanted to check it out, you can go do that. I can't decide. What? I want to, because I played it once. You've played it once. You probably don't need to again. It looks it better, not, but... It might not crash. <laughs> it probably doesn't crash, no. But, you know. <laughs> that is such a big appeal. You can also get it on the PC as well. Oh, can you? Yeah. Been out on the PC for a while now. But it doesn't doesn't have the... Con- well, I guess I could just plug in my controller. You need a controller to play Puzzle Quest? It's mouse based. You click on the button. You click on the stuff you want to. I have a touchpad. <laughs> okay. Which makes it slower. All right. All right. All right. I could plug in my mouse. I don't know. Right. I could so, plug uh, in. Yeah, if you want, if you've been wanting Puzzle Quest, go check that out. Um, we're gonna have uh, E3 impressions up over the course of the weekend and next week. I imagine it's gonna take a long time to get them all up. Um, hopefully, we'll see if we can buckle down and get a lot of that stuff done. And uh, I guess we should get into now playing. Um, first thing I want to go off. Um, so I could talk about Two Human, which is a game at the show I played that I didn't get to talk about during the week because I think we just forgot to. I think you just forgot to. Yeah. I think I forgot to. And obviously a big RPG release that's coming out, so I should talk about that as well. Um, um, I, you know, you've probably had a chance to play this if you have an Xbox because the demo's out, so you can go download it this week. I think it becomes unlocked for Silver to download as well. Give it a try. Um, it is very much, you know, Diablo 2 and the loot type of system, you know, getting drops and equipping your guy and running around killing more guys, getting more drops. And you're killing lots of guys, so yeah, that's fun. The battle system is kind of interesting because you use the right stick and uh, that's the majority of your combat input is just moving that right stick towards what you want to hit, maybe double tapping that direction to do certain moves, double, you know, pressing both the right stick and the left stick at an enemy to do different moves. It's, it's all based on that, using the stick. And then uh, there's some... Uh, you get a ranged weapon, you can kind of aim at different parts of large enemy bodies to kind of disable different parts of them and take them all down piece by piece. So, you know, very interesting. 
you can combo by shooting stuff at a distance, launching a grenade to a group of enemies, then coming in there and meleeing to finish them off and doing different combos. So it was kind of a fun action-y battle system. And you're getting loot drops and health drops, and you get some magic spells and all that kind of good stuff. So all the things you need for a good hack-and-slash RPG. And so I'm, you know, except it's based on some sort of sci-fi um, uh, Norse mythology world. So <laughs> it's uh, it's shaping up to be pretty decent. Um, I'm, I'm a, I can't wait to see a full review to see how well it pans out for the whole game, length of the game. But what I played there at the at E3 was fun, which I played like an hour of it. So it was pretty good. But uh, go give it a try. Don't just take my word for it. The demo's out. Um, other thing I played was a little bit more Valkyrie Profile. I'm closing in on the end of that game and I keep running around that dungeon. It takes forever. <laughs> then I get a fire and oh, then the fire that was funny. then the fire goes out and it's just uh, I don't know. I haven't mastered that dungeon yet, so but I did finish game. Haha. I finished Professor Layton and the Curious and the Mysterious Village. How long is this game? Um I put sixteen hours into it. Okay. <laughs> Total. So any game that you can beat it has to be under twenty hours. Pretty much. Okay. That's what it seems to be. But I finished it completely. Uh, well, not completely. I didn't do every single puzzle in it. But I'm done with the main story and stuff. And it was fun. It was very charming. And uh, nice wrap-up. But uh, it was just a little long. But there you go. Not an RPG. But I'm done. So why don't you go, Mike? We didn't, we're at E3. All, <laughs> all right. So that's it. Yeah. Okay. You played a lot of Etrian Odyssey. I did. I played Etrian Odyssey, too. I, I finished the second Stratum, and now I'm in the third. And... It's an ice thing, so you get to glide around a lot. Ah. You keep so. calling me useless. Yes, because you, oh, you are so useless. You don't race. <laughs> you don't have TP regen. You don't have anything. You just cure, and every once in a while you decide to do that, but not really. I mean, it's not like you have a decision. I'm kind of lazy, and I hit the auto attack, and I'm like, oh, crap, I need to heal. And then I try to heal, and you just die, and I'm like, what a useless thing. Wow. Okay. I, I keep putting her in front because she's got this fire staff. And she has as much defense as my land smacker, so I was like, sweet, I'll do that. And then she dies, and I'm like, oh, well, maybe not. I don't know. I want to give you the town crown, but I'm not sure it's the best choice. Mm. This is where I smile and nod. Yeah. The town crown is what I got for beating Etrian Odyssey. Ah, okay. And it's two to all stats and 15 HP and, M- and TP. So it would be a good Ooh, boost, but nice. right now I'm using it because I need all those stats to kill things. <laughs> hmm. So but then... Yeah, that's it. Okay. That is all I played since last time we played was uh, before I left, and that was finishing Chocobo Dungeon. So. All right, well, let's go to Anna. Um, what have I been playing this week? Um, did my usual trying to level up my badges in the world ends with you. Um, I've been playing a bunch of sort of the world. Mm-hmm. Uh, my Vincent is level 97 and he will be veteran by the end of the weekend. So hurrah. Server um, hmm? sword server just crashed. Oh, that's great. Uh, moving on. <laughs> uh, it did. Doesn't matter. <laughs> Moving on. Anyways, um, and I started playing actually a lot of uh, Dungeon Maker Hunting Ground, and it's kind of interesting. <laughs> all these questions, and I'm like, you know when I played that game? 
No. When it came out <laughs> a year ago or so, it's like, oh. I don't know. What did you do in this yeah. level? Uh, killed monsters? I don't know. <laughs> yeah, but he's been useless. So I'm useless now. Yes, she calls me useless. Mm-hmm. We did something while you weren't playing WoW, Chris. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, I didn't play any WoW at all this week. Oh, poor thing. I have a raid tonight, but that'll be pretty much the first time oh I played this week. Oh. All right, cool. How about so, you, Oliver? And then... Oh, wait. You're not done? I thought you were done. Yes, I'm done. Reason. No, and then... Sorry. What? No, what did you no, say? No, no, I was just... I was trying to think of what else I played, but I guess I didn't play anything else. Oh. I mean, I was... Oh, I'm sorry for cutting you off. But... I, I took a few days where I just got to, like, be a bum and chill out. I, I like how not playing games is being a bum. <laughs> That's what yeah, we're doing kind of now. Around. I actually ended up doing a lot of reading this week. Um, for my birthday and my anniversary, uh, I got the Eighth Incarnation of Immortality book by Piers Anthony, which I didn't even know existed until I got it. So that was pretty exciting. And then I ended up getting Dragon Pern book. Mm. Mike knows about those books. Yeah, we have all those books. I don't have all of them. I just have a couple here and there. So, I don't know. I spend a lot of my week reading instead of playing games. We even have a Dragonflight with the original UK cover. Nice. Ooh. That's nice. Yes, it's very nice. We wanted Anne McCaffrey to sign it, but we didn't remember to bring it to DragonCon. Oops. Oops. (laughs) (laughs) Otherwise, she would have, but, you know. Oh, well. Well, why don't we move on to Oliver? Uh, all I played this week was Persona 3 and nothing more. Yeah, that's fine. I'm afraid I don't have too much for it. Yeah, I'm in um, uh, September now. Nice. Catching and, up. And, catching up. Yep. Catching up. Getting there. So, Wait, September? Yeah. Mm-hmm. September, yes. Oh, Everybody tells me this is where the game is about to get good. Mm-hmm. No, 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 no. October is when it gets good. No, September is where it starts. Oh, that's true. Yeah. Okay. Um, and then, well, like the game wasn't good already. <laughs> yeah, I was going to say. I the story was, gets good, I think is yeah, what it is. The story it goes crazy. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. You know, I I do like the story in Persona. It just seems pretty scarce. Mm-hmm. Which, you know. Oh, no, they they take care of that. That's for sure. Okay. You get halfway through that's the game and they said, oh, wait, the story. We remember that. <laughs> well, you know. But that's all I really played. I played about. 10, 15 hours of that. Quite a bit. I, I, don't, I didn't really want to play anything else. Cool. And uh, let's take your surprise, uh, Sean. Oh, yes. It's a new section. Uh-oh. Everyone loves new sections. This section no, is called don't. Curmudgeon's Corner. Oh, goodness. And it will have music, and I'll eventually be there, and it will play songs, and I'll say, <laughs> Get off my internet! Yeah, Sean is referring to the new version of... Uh, new version. The new section of the podcast called Curmudgeon's Corner where we listen to Sean rant about something that he's encountered on the internet. Yes. We had to do it anyway, so we figured may as well formalize it. Might as well, yeah. So take it away, Sean. This oh, week man. in the corner, CC2 is cool's TF2 servers. Why they suck, why they will suck, and why they will go on sucking forever. This week, server admin Furlop, his name a not altogether flattering combination of furry and floppy, banned without warning... One of my friends for playing a half-second-long sound effect. Mm. The vague rules, which do not forbid the playing of sounds, are extremely unspecific. When questioned, the admins, all of them, 
admitted that the rules are vague, that they are easily misunderstood, but that this is just too bad. The policy is to ban first and explain later. This is all done, ostensibly, to keep the game free of sound. Because nothing is better than playing the first-person shooter equivalent of a 1920s silent film. It does make teamwork difficult, but luckily I have a lot of little black cards with explanations like, EGADS! A SPY! written on them. (laughs) So what can be done? Nothing. Because the server and the admins all suck. After all, the server owner, CC2 is cool, is a fellow so self-obsessed that he has built a compliment into his own name. Expecting him to put away the mirror and focus on others is vainglorious at best. Therefore, you should never play on his servers and should instead poop in a plastic bag and mail it to all of the administrators. Contact me if you need the address or some poop. And that's the final word on the CC2 cool TF2 servers from me. Lucifer is even cooler. Star at Vaudeville, stage and screen. Where's my card that says he gads a rant? Here's some... Wait, wait, what do you mean he has a comment, a compliment built into his name? His actual name is, is CC2 School. Oh, into his server's built, name. He has built a compliment into his name. Into his server name. No, that's his actual username. I thought his username was Furlop. No, 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 that's the other admin. Oh, okay. There are three admins. <laughs> Furlop. And they all need poop sent furry. to them. CC2 is, is complicated. Cool. And then Sake Fox, who is apparently, you know, permanently drunk or something. Okay. Yeah. Well done. All right. Thank you, Sean. Did you actually and for those of us that are actually in the fursona, uh, or in the furry, like, uh, this is normal. <laughs> it's furry drama. It never ends. It never starts. They're emotional people to begin with, so of course they're emotionally fragile, is what you're saying? Oh. Drama. Furry community is drama. <laughs> drama llamas. Literally. All right. So... What is uh? <laughs> wait, 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 wait. <laughs> what does any of this have to do with the furry community? Um, because the, I don't know. See, now, I don't know why the because it's a furry TF2 server. Yeah, it is. Right. We're not going to play there. Anymore. Play we'll on a furry TF2 server. People who are we don't need to talk about furries in the podcast. We can move on. <laughs> this is not. not this is not discuss so internet subculture podcast. Turn furry. No, like, no, wait a minute. No, it's I. No, on let's. This, we need no more there. details. We're going to move on now. What have you been playing, Sean? <laughs> so this week, I did not play Team Fortress 2, other than a little bit. Uh, we switched servers after that, and then I got busy because I have midterms coming up. Second midterm of the summer, which is fantastic, let me tell you. Uh, I spent most of the week playing Final Fantasy IX. I finished it. And then I started Final Fantasy XII and uh, experienced some of the minor difficulties that a PlayStation 3 can give you in both games. Ah. Really? Like it, what? In Final Fantasy IX, you get... Now, this is when you're using with the, the full screen and the fonts moving yeah. thing. Down. You get these occasional slowdowns in IX. They're not at all, like, awful. I mean, but they do show up. You'll, you'll cast, like, a spell. Fire is a good one. And when you go to cast fire, the music, you know, it's going... It'll go... Really? I didn't know I think there might be a slowdown there. In FF12, now, they've changed something here. This is Sony that did this, and so they, they can you know, provoke my wrath. Um, when I first got my PS3, the very first game I put in it was Final Fantasy XII. And I turned the smoothing and the full screen on, and I turned it off, and I compared, and wow, the difference was enormous. Well, they've apparently changed it, because now turning it on and off does absolutely nothing. I'm not really sure what they've done, or why it's changed. I asked Oliver, and he said he'd look into it, and he never did. Because he's mm. an idiot, and I hate him. So, <laughs> sorry. Yeah, 
I'm not I'm not really sure. I looked on the internet and other people have said the same thing. So apparently Sony in one of their patches changed the way that the smoothing works on FF12. So I'm not really sure what the deal is. Yeah. But you know, um, that's like I think there was a reason for that to fix compatibility with games like Final Fantasy 9, though apparently not. If it, it's still doing that for you. You know what they, what they should fix, and I'm really adamant about this, and I've posted a comment on their board, which they haven't read or don't care to acknowledge, to the effect of that Chrono Cross doesn't work. And this is unacceptable because it's an important game. And I would like to play through it again, but really? I can't. Why? Wait, um, Chrono Cross doesn't work it. on the PlayStation 3? No, it doesn't. Every time you cast a spell you have like a 90% chance that the game will just freeze. And you've turned off all the upscaling and smoothing? Yep. And it yep. doesn't make a difference? Nope. Mm-hmm. They don't even acknowledge that it's a problem. Well, the, on their they list of fix, games that are problems? They did they have, have a problem it? for Chrono Cross. The problem was a flickering problem, uh-huh. which is fixed. That is, the menus in Chrono Cross, like when you're in battle, are actually kind of opaque. You can see through them. Um, but uh, they fixed that, so now they no longer flicker. Constantly, but the game still freezes when you cast spells. Why are you playing um, Chrono Cross? Well, that was what I was going to. You know, I try to play games that are kind of a little outdated for the yeah. podcast people who listen and may have never played, for example, Chrono Cross. Good on you, guys. Uh, might have the chance to experience it through me vicariously. But all I can tell you is that after I start casting elements in a battle, and it freezes, and if the enemy casts elements, it tends to freeze too. <laughs> The game will get stuck in the animation. for it, It'll keep playing. I mean, the, the music continues, the background moves. It doesn't hard freeze. But what happens is the character is permanently casting. And it just never stops casting, and so the spell never goes off. And you, you have to reset. And elements get used a lot in that game, since every ability is an element. So mm. <laughs> it's very frustrating. And you can search on the internet, and lots of people you'll find are complaining about this, and then there are fixes that aren't really fixes. Yeah, I think I'm reading that thread right now. Try saving in memory slot two. <laughs> That's this, I guess, will never be fixed then, since they're dropping PS2 compatibility. Yeah, they don't. They don't care about yeah. compatibility. So, what we'll I'm going to do? The people who started it are the two. people who are ending it for themselves. Great. I'm going to dig out my PS2 and use that to play Chrono Cross, I suppose. But I have to get opponent cables for the PS2, and that. it's so much work. It is. It's a lot of, well, the thing is I'm, I'm using a lot of component inputs and I don't really have any more inputs left. So I, it, it would require me to switch from component to HDMI on the Xbox and then plugging the PS2 into that component slot. And it's like, oh, good heavens. Too much. Too much work. I'm lazy and it's Chrono Cross. Do I really want to do work to play Chrono Cross? No. <laughs> Come on. Would you? No. So, yeah. So I think... You know, um... Uh, Chris, just, I've been meaning to, meaning to ask you this while we're on the subject of PlayStation 3 not properly playing certain PS2 games. Have you sure. ever had any problems playing Persona 3 on your no, not at all. PlayStation 3? Okay, have you ever had uh, a time when you go to save and uh, it says reading the memory card and it says memory card not found and then all of a sudden your save file is just gone? It just doesn't show up. No. Okay, because that happens to me roughly half the time. It's very strange. So what do you do? Just exit out and then go back in and it's there? Yeah. I I, I can't figure out if it's a problem with my PS3's hard drive or with... With that little itself. virtual memory card that you have. 
yeah, with that virtual, um, or the game or something, because it, it doesn't happen with any other PS2 game I've ever played. Or I've played. never had that happen. Do you have a 60 gig model? No, I have the 80 gig model. I wonder if that's, ah. I wonder if that's related to the software emulation, but I don't know. The only thing I could suggest is making a uh, create a new virtual memory card, transfer your Persona 3 save over to it, and try using that memory card instead and see if it makes a difference. But I don't really know what it's else to try. It's probably a good idea. See, it doesn't really... And uh, you know. back up your save to your PSP first before doing anything. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's probably a good idea. See, it's never... I don't think it's a huge problem. I don't think the data actually disappears. It just doesn't... Well, obviously it doesn't, because you still have your data. <laughs> yeah, it's still there, but I, it's just very... I, yeah, I wouldn't bother. It. I wouldn't try saving in that state, though. I would just... Yeah. On the topic of saves, yeah? a very awful, terrible thing happened this week. What'd you lose? It is entirely my fault. What did I lose? The answer is everything. Ooh. Yeah, well... I, I wanted to clean off my PS3, yeah. you know, for the for the thought that I would sell it. Yeah. And I copied, um, back when I moved all my stuff from my memory cards, I copied all the stuff off the memory cards and put it on this little, the little memory stick thing. And I copied it off the memory stick and put it on the, uh, the, the hard drive. So I had all these copies, so that if anything ever went wrong, I'd have my perfect C code and file, and I'd have my perfect Castlevania files. They'd all be safe, you know, so that I have all these multiple copies. Sure. Well, in the course of doing this, you know, I wanted to switch my memory cards around so that I have the 8-gig one on the PSP where it belongs, and the 1-gig one would go with the PS3. And so I cleaned off the memory cards, and I said, well, I'll just copy, if I need them, I'll copy them off the, the original memory cards. But, and it's a big but, I forgot that after I copied <clears throat> the stuff off the memory cards, I erased them. Ooh. So when I deleted the stuff on the memory sticks... I deleted all of my saves. You really? Do you have a PSP? Yes. You can copy stuff to that memory stick and then yep. back it up on your computer if you wanted to. Yep. I know. You should probably do that. Didn't do that. Yeah. And then I deleted it. Ooh. So I don't have it anymore. Ooh. So I had like a Final Fantasy XII file at the end of the game. Yeah. With all the summons. Yeah. And I'd beaten Gilgamesh and gotten all the Genji armor. It's all gone. Ugh. It's all gone. Oh well. Game FAQs time. So, uh, you don't need up. that. Just play again. Oh, you mean download a new one? Download a save file. Oh. Yeah. Yeah. No, that that won't work for me. I would feel dirty. Okay. So I started. That's why I'm playing FF12 again. It's like I cannot believe I lost all. That. No, no, it's not acceptable. So I have to get it. <laughs> but again. you don't need it. <laughs> I know, but I want it. You know the the really the thing that really hurts me though, the FF12. It's the fact that I lost my FF9 save. So you know I had just beaten it. I can't. I, do it again if I want to see it. And um, the other thing, the thing that really hurts is the C code and files. Because I had all the 128 stars of Destiny in every game. I had but all these perfect you, if you've already gotten them, then download saves and just be done with it. You don't ah. need to do it again. You've already did it. You know you're not cheating. Wouldn't be the same. No, I don't even think they use those files anymore in the current games. No, they don't. I think <laughs> so uh, the last matter. one they used was C code and f- 4. Use the C code and 3 perfect. But mm-hmm. I don't recall that C code and five uses C code and four perfect, which upset me. Did anybody I play C code and five? I did. I finished okay. all of them. I even finished C code and tactics. Did you like C code and five? Um, or four? I didn't like four at all. Okay. To be honest, I mean, I it was it was probably the shortest one of the lot. I just didn't care for it, and I didn't like C code and five very much. But I liked it more than four. Hmm. I have a question for PS3. My people. favorite is still. Yeah, C-code. what's up? How much would you pay for a PS3? A 60 gig? I'm the wrong person to ask. 
Yes, I, I wouldn't recommend paying more than five hundred. Yeah, yeah, the list price was four ninety nine. Was the last list price. If you can okay. get a brand new one unopened, then I would be willing to pay a little more, and that would be reasonable. I might say five fifty. Because well, you're gonna you're gonna go through the heck if you try to get the thing replaced. Hmm? Looks like it's three hundred to four hundred. That's a good deal. Oh wow. Because the list was five hundred. You're not very high in price. Okay. That's interesting. So even get some games bundled that you like. I literally sold mine within three hours of listing it on Amazon at five hundred dollars. Okay. Yeah, that's what I was trying Amazon because it sounded like it was overpriced. But you had extra fair, controllers and stuff. Dual shock and uh, um, a memory stick. And a couple other things. Okay. All right. So. Well, why don't we wrap up the show? I think we're done here. Talking about sweet coding, really? for goodness sake. All right. <laughs> oh, there is one more thing, Chris. Oh, goodness. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Are they done yet? We're about three months away okay. from the completed version of can the you, Mother 3. Can you then talk to us in three months about it? No. We have to keep you updated on a weekly basis. That they're three Draft months away? You know, I don't think we do. Only tell us yeah, when there's new news. Oh, yeah. <laughs> tell us when it's done. No, tell us when there's news. There is news. What's 93. the news? 93.01%. Oh, goodness. And that last 7% is very long, apparently. No, no, no. That's draft two. Draft three oh, okay. comes next. And then it's done. <laughs> All right. Okay, you can go on now. Okay, thank you. All right, if you like the show, please leave us feedback at podcast.rpgamer.com or in the message board thread. Um, please also dig us on dig.com slash podcast slash rpgcast or review us on iTunes or all the above. We appreciate all your feedback. Let us know what you want to see in the show, what you like, what you don't like. Um, I hope you've enjoyed our E3 coverage so far. We're going to try and get some more of those, uh, those uh, impressions written up for you, for you to peruse. Um, but until then, please feel free to peru- go through the podcast we put up this week to listen to our thoughts on all the games of the show because there were a ton of them. Um, it's been an exciting week, and thank you for sharing it with us. We're going to see you guys next week. Uh, until then, this has been RPG Cast. Bye, everybody. Bye. Bye. You know, if Oliver installed locks on his doors, it would be much harder to steal his nose. Where did you get those from? (laughs) (laughs) You'll never know. Uh, Where did you post those to, Oliver? I hate, I hate, I hate you so much. (laughs) Where did you post those from? I didn't post them anywhere. (laughs) So, did you leave them on the RP Gamer server or something? Did you ever upload them? No, no, I actually have a hard copy. I have the notes. The physical ones that he wrote with his own hand. I know this. I know, for example, that he writes very, very small with a mechanical pencil. Is that true? He uses rules for the subsections and numbers on the actual note cards himself. Is that true, Oliver? Bloody yes. <laughs> How did? You, what did you? Did you send anything to him recently? Yes, I did send. Something. What did you send to him? I sent him his damn Final Fantasy XI discs back. Okay, is it possible you had a note card that got in the package somehow? I don't see how I could have possibly got a note card in that package. Was there a note card in the package, Sean? Maybe. Maybe? There might have been. There might have been. Yeah. I happen to know that his, what his play online address and his email are, too. Do you remember now, Oliver? Oh, the, did I, I wrote card? those on the back of a note card? That's that right. That's right. (laughs) (laughs) You sent him a note card with your Play Online address? No, because I stuck that that note card in the Final Fantasy XI box. Why? Because so I know where it is.